undefeated welterweight prospect matt dixon thank you matt for the time today i know you got something going on you know it's a it's a busy time for you right yes sir thank you for having me man i really appreciate it glad to be here no doubt um now i wanted to ask you what felt better or what felt like a more of an accomplishment was it winning the xfn title or successfully defending it oh that's a good question uh that's actually a really good question. You know, uh, this kind of uh, stumps me for a second. I would say winning it. You know, winning it was definitely the most memorable. You know, um, whenever I, I, I want to say after my fourth title defense, that was the record of XFN title defenses or something like that. So that one would I would say is right up there, right next to it and all that stuff. But yes, the XFN. Uh, title, winning it in the first place, and having that that belt and all that stuff—that was probably the uh, the highlight moment there. After your last fight at LFA 83, which was in March, were you bombarded with like questions like, "Hey, man, when are you going to the UFC? Are you going to be on the Contender Series?" Were you bombarded with that? Were you like everybody asking you every corner you turn? Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, everybody that knows that I fight, yes, you know, everybody was asking me that question they wanted to know when i was going you know what the next move was going to be and all of that stuff you know um it was just one of those situations where i think i was surprised just as much as everybody else was whenever i found out i was going to be fighting on the contender series because it just played out you know uh kind of wild you know so you didn't get tired of people, you know, because it was something out of your control. You know, what I mean? it's not like you could just pick up the phone and call the UFC and be like, hey, sign me. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, too. That's a good point. You know, uh, yeah. Whenever I was first starting to, uh, you know, really think about doing it and all that stuff and going to the contender series, I remember, yeah, a lot of people were asking me what was, you know, the game plan, you know, what was I going to do? Was I fighting on the contender series? And it was the same questions over and over and over again. And so, uh, yeah, it, it definitely was a, a bit of a process explaining to everybody, you know, what was going on. Definitely. Well, yeah. you know, your career so far, nine wins as a pro, all impressive performances. But uh, Thank you. who was the, the toughest opponent so far? You know, that's a close one between Justin and Chauncey, for sure. You know what I mean? Um, Chauncey was hard in a different way than Justin was. Justin wasn't as necessarily hard physically. Like, my conditioning felt great in my last fight. I felt uh, in control um, in that third round. But uh, to tell you the truth, um, Chauncey was one of the more draining fights because I made such a mental error against Chauncey Foxworth. I think that was my fourth fight. And um, when I had fought him, you know, I really thought I felt him break. You know what I mean? I thought I felt him break mentally. I thought he was done. I thought, you know, it was, you know, a wrap at that point. Well, I was catching him with some elbows at the end of the second round. And I was just like, man, I was for sure that it was over. And I go back to my corner. I come out for the third round and he came back to life. It was a, my first five round fight, you know, and uh, I'm going to war with this guy. And, you know, he was there the entire time he came back to life. And so, you know, I think everybody learns, you know, it's not over till it's over, you know, but that was a high stakes situation for me. And uh, it was definitely one of those, you know, 
one of those times where it really uh, reaffirmed that back into me and stuff that, you, you know, it's never over till it's over. Well, I guess that was the closest you could get to fighting a zombie, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he really did come back to life. <laughs> the reason why I say you had some impressive performances is because a lot of the guys you fought, man, they all had way more fights than you did. You know what I mean? It's not like you have this record where you're fighting guys that were like 1-0, and 1-1. Oh, and one. You know, you got fighting guys with like 10, 15 fights coming up. So that's why it's impressive. I feel like a lot of guys, they don't look that deep into the records. Yeah, you know, the record, you know, the records can be a little bit deceiving mm -hmm. at times. Yeah, you're you're really right about that. Yeah, we always wanted to, you know, challenge myself. You know, we weren't going to be, you know, stupid or anything like that. There was times where I really wanted to uh, move faster than my coach wanted me to move and all of that stuff. But my coach, you know, has a very good understanding of the sport and he's been in the sport for a excuse me he's been in the sport for a very long time and so uh yeah it's it's been a good process we fought tough guys but at the same time uh i was able to gradually progress and get better yeah speaking of progressing and getting better even with winning you know a fighter goes through transformations or even stages in their career have you noticed yourself going through this absolutely you know i'm actually going through a growing period right now you know i uh, really started tr uh changing up my training as far as in my grappling over February. And so ever since about February, I really feel like my uh, grappling has just really improved leaps and bounds. And so it's been an awesome process to see that grow as well as in my striking. Um, I feel like, you know, every time I'm competing against people that are high level guys, whether it's guys that are in the UFC or guys that are in Bellator or whatever the case is, I feel like, you know, I'm right there, you know, I'm ready to go. I'm uh, where I need to be and I'm progressing at the speed that I need to be. Who are the coaches throughout the years that have molded you? You know, you talk about the grappling and the striking. Who are these guys? So the grappling and the striking. So my dad was the first person, my first coach, really, you know, uh, back whenever, you know, I'd be in the living room, we'd be working on mitts, throwing punches, throwing kicks, different things like that. My dad was always in a boxing growing up and uh, he was the one that first took me to an MMA gym as well. And uh, there was a lot of different coaches there at the time. There was actually a former UFC fighter uh, that was a, um, a kids instructor there before he actually went to the UFC and all that named Matt Wyman. Oh, and he was my, yeah, he was the first kids coach uh, there. And I don't know if he remembers that or not. I'm sure he remembers some of it, but uh, probably not me in particular. But, yeah, he was the uh, first kids coach uh, that I ever had um, outside of my dad and all that stuff. And then, you know, I learned the basics there. You know, obviously, jujitsu was still developing at that point in time. I don't think that there was anybody that was really belting, you know, I was about five years old, six years old back then. Um, but, you know, I got the basics down there and all that stuff. And I you know, grew up an athlete and, uh, I was always really big into, uh, football and my coach, uh, Steber is the name was coach Steber. He was an amazing coach for me as well too. And it was just in football, but it, translated over into life and all of that stuff he was just a great coach you know he was a solid balance of everything you would need you know he's going to tell you the truth but at the same time he's not 
um, overbearing in certain areas, you know what I mean? And so he was just a great uh, coach. And then, um, you know, growing up, I had, you know, just a lot of different encounters with a lot of amazing uh, coaches and all that stuff. But it wasn't until I met my coach when I was about 14 years old that I'm with still to this day, Craig Blacklock that everything started to get put together. And now it's more of a, you know, a family relationship at this point. Orion Cozy, another undefeated prospect. What is your breakdown of his skill set? You know, he's a, a fighter that has, you know, an athletic background. He's a guy that, you know, it looks like he grew up grappling. It looks like that's where his um, most comfortable place is in the fight game. But um, it looks like, you know, he's willing to do just about whatever. He likes to be exciting. He likes to do flashy moves. He likes to, you know, be explosive in there. And he likes to do a lot of those things. And so it looks like he's training at some pretty good camps. You know, he's training with Team Alpha Mel and then uh, the Lost Boys and some different gyms out there. And so, um, you know, it looks like he's definitely a game opponent. You know, I've been able to get a good read on him, on his body language and certain things of that nature. And so, yeah, I feel very good about this fight. With this fight, what do you think is the, the difference maker for yourself, you know, that leading into this matchup? You know, I would say a lot of things. I, I would say I'm definitely just a better MMA fighter. You know, I see that his skill set is good, but I, I just don't see that he's as, you know, his movement is not my movement, you know, and I don't feel that he's you know, really at the level that I'm at, you know what I mean? I think that he's a great fighter. I think that he's on his way to becoming an even uh, uh, better fighter than he's at right now and all of that stuff. Uh, sorry, my dogs are barking. But, uh, yeah, I think he's on his way to becoming an even better fighter. But there's, you know, I just feel like there's levels to it, you know, and I feel like I'm on another level than him. Yeah, definitely there's levels to this game, man. Uh, now, with... Uh with your grappling, I saw a picture of you and uh, Bryce Mitchell. You know, you've been working with him a lot, or is it just like a one-off? Yeah, we got a couple days in together mm -hmm. and all that good stuff. It was some great work. Yeah. Yeah, he's a wizard, man. He Well, you know, he showed it in the octagon, like what he can do. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's really uh, he's really crafty to grapple with. He um, has a lot of unorthodox movements and things of that nature, as well as just his overall fundamental game is – you know, on point. Yeah, I really like working with him, and I'm looking forward to working with him in the future. Definitely. So what kind of performance performance do you think you need to earn that contract? Um, really, I just have to be me. You know, to tell you the truth, I'm an aggressive fighter. Um, I know uh, Kasi's a aggressive fighter as well, too. So I think that, honestly, just going in there and being me is going to uh, be enough to get that contract. I saw some stuff about you in the past, like you were offered like some like yeah. fights for the UFC, but you passed mm -hmm. that up. And uh, so why, what makes you feel like right now you are ready for that stage, for the big stage, for that big octagon? Yeah. So, yeah, it has. It's been a long road. You know, we've had a lot of different opportunities come and be presented to us and all of those things. And many times, you know, we just had fights that we were already contracted to do, you know. And so now it's just one of those things that 
you know, everything as far as we weren't contracted to a fight already previously. We were open for it and we were already getting ready for August. You know, we were already training. So I had a solid training camp leading up to this, uh, this competition. So the timing, that was the biggest thing. The timing felt right as well as, you know, I've just been progressing. There is no perfect time to go in there and to fight and all that stuff. But if there was, I feel like it would be now, you know? And so Really, um, especially with the way things are going in the world today, um, you never know what shows are going to be there, what shows aren't going to be there. You know, maybe there is a local show, but, you know, with everything going on with the coronavirus and the epidemic and all that, you know, things can change so fast. But the UFC is very consistent. They're sticking to what they're doing and they're trying to make these fights happen regardless of what's going on in the world. All right, one last thing before I let you go. There's many different types of individuals in this sport and mentalities. Do you feel like you possess a martial artist mentality or a prize fighter mentality at this moment? You know, I would say a little bit of both, to tell you the truth. You know, I definitely um, didn't grow up in martial arts, but I would feel like I always gravitated towards more of the understanding as far as the philosophy behind that you know i was a very big fan of bruce lee you know growing up and so um i wasn't a traditional martial artist but i really did love uh watching those movies watching the discipline watching the mentality all of those different things um really were important to me and so you know, the fighters that I liked growing up were martial artists, you know what I mean, as far as in the UFC. And so, you know, for me personally, I would say that I definitely lean towards that. I don't, I'm not one of these guys that you're going to catch out there street fighting or anything like that. I've been there, I've done that before, but that's not who I am to, you know, at this, at this point in my career. You know, I really look at this as a martial art and something that I'm looking to perfect and master and uh, become the best that I can possibly be. Do you see a path for yourself like a GSP or more of a like a Conor McGregor, Israel Adesanya type of, you know, path? Yeah. You know, to tell you the truth, I feel like um, my hands, as far as my ability to finish fights, mm -hmm. I would say I, I'm definitely a finisher. I, I always want to finish a fight. You know, so as far as that aspect goes, as far as when I compete, I'm always looking to finish, mm -hmm. um, which I think George St. Pierre was a little bit, uh, um, he was criticized for not mm -hmm. finishing fights and all of that stuff. But as far as how I carry myself, as far as an athlete and, uh, you know, how I talk about people and different things like that, I would definitely say I lean towards the George St. Pierre area. Mm -hmm as far as that goes, you know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be the type of person to ever uh, speak nothing but what I feel like is honest and true to me, you know? So at the end of the day, um, I know it sells tickets. I know it gets fans. I know you can make a lot of money uh, talking certain ways like that, but uh, I uh, got to stay true to me at the end of the day. No doubt, man. Well, August 18th, Contender Series, Las Vegas. Thank you, Matt, for the time. Good luck, safe travels, and uh, hopefully we'll be speaking real soon. Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate it, and I hope so as well.